くこうそうだこれぞまさに研究に身を置く者だけが漂わせる知性と恍惚のポーズ Steins Gate is weird, but then all the best anime are. See, I don't watch anime like I used to. In fact, even when I was younger, I was never the guru I should have been. I didn't watch every classic and haven't kept up with the contemporary giants my friends are always raving about. But the shows I did watch, I still remember to this day. They imprinted memories in ways many great movies don't. <laughs> movies far more dignified than the innuendo slinging cartoon I'm here to talk about today. Maybe there's a perfectly reasonable explanation. Maybe you could pick it all apart piece by piece to reveal some exquisite mastery, but I don't know. To me, that's not what it's about at all. Steins Gate isn't cool. It isn't slick or action packed. It doesn't check all the right boxes and doesn't pace like an episodic adventure. It's a slow burn and doesn't even become a thriller until 13 episodes in. And before you get too far, no, this isn't a piece about free will versus predeterminism. I'm not nearly smart enough for that. I want to talk about Steins Gate, but also anime as a whole. <laughs> not from the perspective of a total weeb, but someone who simply loves to experience good art and feel it in his bones. If you're looking for a Wikipedia summary, you won't find it here, but I'll do my best to make it worth your time. Steins Gate left a mark on me, especially season one. Maybe it was just the marking of adolescent time that made it so memorable. I mean, we always remember experiences from those years with more fervor than the rest, right? But that explanation doesn't cut it for me. Rewatching the series for this piece conjured vivid memories of my first watch through, and even of the later years when I fell asleep to random episodes like Millennials Leave the Office on until 3 a.m. every night. I needed to know why I stayed up past my bedtime all those years ago so many consecutive nights. These days, few shows hold my attention enough to finish the series at all. Let alone stay up late binging. Hell, I haven't binged a series since Game of Thrones, no matter how good it is. So, where's the magic thread? The secret sauce? What is it that whisks viewers away to another realm entirely instead of leaving them on a simple, that was a good show? Well, let's take a trip down memory lane. Let's get lost in the droning cicadas and let Mary's sing song voice take us back to the childhood we never had. I'm gonna talk about something I love for a while. So if you're all in, sit back, take a breath, and I hope you feel something. This is Steinsgate, and why anime is better, weird. And before we get too deep, I just wanna say thank you guys for being here. Thank you for checking out this video. And if you enjoy content like this, hit that like button and feel free to subscribe to the channel. It really helps me out a lot over here. So thanks. How does that make you feel? Those words. For me, the dread comes rushing in. Mayuri's recurring death. It takes you to another place entirely. You see, Steinsgate disguises itself in layer upon layer of scientific mumbo jumbo, philosophical woo woo, and that's all fine and great. I love those elements of the show too, but at its heart, Steinsgate is about relationships, not people. 
but relationships. No character stands on their own, but all become infinitely better, more complex together. No character excels through solitude, and some hardly change at all. But the relationships they form with one another provide the catalyst to create the viewer's feeling of forward motion. Sure, there are character arcs, obvious ones like Rintaro, but many of the supporting cast remain stagnant on their own, which would normally be a criticism, but all the action comes through the relationship growth. Precious few core relationships existed before episode one. The show spends its time nurturing those that come into iconic familial bonds rather than dramatic character arcs. Now that doesn't mean all the proper character arcs aren't there, only much of the supporting cast does just that. They support. They do more character establishing than character building, and the first season focuses so potently on Rintaro. In Steins Gate Zero, the broader cast really comes into their own. Suzuha and Daru's relationship in particular becomes a sledgehammer to burst the mid-season blues. But Steins Gate Zero is another can of worms entirely so I'll do my best to avoid getting lost down that rabbit hole. This series is so chock full of sexual innuendo that rewatching as an adult instead of a blossoming teen, it's almost nauseating. I actually had a moment less than three episodes into revisiting the show where I had to be honest with myself and question if my love for the story was rooted too heavily in nostalgia. I mean, this show is relentless. Rewatching as a 26-year-old, the innuendo slapped me in the face instead of sliding by like it did when I was 19. But that's one of the most peculiar elements of the show. It's beautiful, but not without some ugly bits. It doesn't shy away from the weird stuff, the annoying stuff, the over-the-top stuff, a spirit fiercely tied to anime as a medium. All the silly bits are significantly easier to swallow and even endearing because they don't take themselves too seriously despite the highfalutin physics, time travel, and worldline jumping talk. The show constantly pauses to remind you that these characters are still just kids after all. Okabe and Karisu are genius scientists but possess the social skills of high schoolers. It's why I love anime. It also might be why some of us grow out of it or tired of it. It's not for everyone, but there's a lot of love to be found here. Anime is unapologetically nonsensical and weird, unapologetically itself. So many products of artistic mediums fight tooth and nail to be like something else, to liken themselves to other pop culture giants. But anime carved its own niche and it's lived there for quite some time. Hell, it's only in the past five years or so that professing a love for the artistic medium stopped getting you sideways glances or brutal teasing. I hope it never loses that spark. Anime has the ability to do so many things other mediums can't. Or maybe they can, but it just isn't the same. Other artistic avenues allow a plethora of fine tools with which to create art, but the tools anime offers fit like a glove. The reason I find it worth talking about over others is because anime takes everything, its strengths, weaknesses, quirks, and swagger to the 10th degree. Anime does very little with any subtlety, and it's better for it. Sometimes the wacky tones can be jarring, but it's only a matter of properly aligning your mind to receive the creativity the show is projecting. You do this because anime won't make the compromise for you. You're either in or out. 
and it sometimes leads to feeling like you're in some sort of exclusive club. The visual medium opens a whole world of possibilities that might get laughed off the silver screen. I mean, hell, look at Kurisu's hair for crying out loud. I mean, what is that? But who am I kidding? It's iconic. Anime has the ability to do character better than anyone else. Or maybe that's too broad a statement. There are so many facets to character building that it would be impossible to claim something like that. But my point still stands. The medium somehow manages to pump out iconic character after iconic character. And I wish I could tell you exactly why, that the visual style lends the upper hand, but I don't think it's so simple. What I do know is the exaggerated features and over-the-top personalities create a special concoction pretty often. Maybe it's the intimacy. Maybe it's because so many of us lie in bed at 1am, lost in a vortex of 24-minute episodes. Maybe the cult-like nature of the medium provides the environment to make memories through story consumption in a way that differs from the typical movie theater experience. I sometimes wonder if any of these things are linked to why anime hasn't worked in the film yet. I mean, not that it's had too many chances, but the most recent attempts to bring anime to the live-action world haven't exactly translated. I hate to use the insufferable 2017 Netflix adaptation of Death Note as an example, but it only supports my point. Even recently with the debut of another Netflix attempt with Cowboy Bebop. While I obviously found the interpretation far from the territory Netflix occupied in the trash can of bad adaptations, it did entice me to question if I ever really want to see anime live in live action worlds in the first place. You see, my view on adaptation is somewhat strict. I'll happily condone a great adaptation on the simple condition that the project finds a way to build atop the original story, either to improve it or spotlight another facet of the story that only the specific medium could achieve. Sometimes that's as simple as seeing novel worlds come to life with dazzling visuals we weren't provided the description to imagine previously. Sometimes a film can take a mediocre or small novel and turn it into something much bigger something beautiful. When I say strict, I don't mean a vast array of rules. I mean, I think it's important for adaptations to justify their existence. That's all. While Cowboy Bebop on Netflix proved an interesting show and the reception hasn't been poor, to me it felt more like a tribute to anime. Not a bad thing in its own right, but the best scenes are those that desperately try to be anime. But at that point, I wonder why not just go watch the original instead? It never really stops feeling secondhand, and while some might see it as a respectful adaptation lacking any major deficiencies, I can only wonder what was the point at all. But maybe I'm too cynical. Anyway, back to Steinsgate. I really hope they never adapt Steinsgate. The story doesn't make the show, the characters do. The relationships. But those are just the easy points. Something that leapt out at me upon rewatching was the sound design and soundtrack. Especially in season one, the notes on a piano I didn't realize I'd memorized, the melancholy induced by the buzzing cicadas of Akihabara. Steinsgate created an iconic look and atmosphere without ever having to scream at the top of its lungs, hey, look at me. Steinsgate is the movie that might not blow out the box office, but sweeps the awards shows. It might not resonate with everyone. You might think it's slow, hard to follow, or even silly at times. 
though I'd thoroughly disagree with you about two of those three. But the show clearly resonated enough to put it in many's anime hall of fame. After a thorough watch through of the original anime and the follow-up seasons, Steins Gate Zero, the story architectural prowess of its creators is undeniable. But on second and third watch throughs, it's somehow more mesmerizing each time. At times, it feels like the show achieved the impossible. And let me tell you, pulling together mind-bending time travel plots is no small task for any medium. It's one of the easiest tropes to get wrong or fumble to the point of losing viewers along the way. But Steinsgate manages to keep things pretty coherent. Truthfully, I realize while writing this, I can't even begin to quantify the scope of this show. And more importantly, I'm not nearly confident enough in my ability to make sense of it all for any of you. I have to be honest, Steinsgate is beyond me, and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry I can't dive down the world line's rabbit hole for you and spin coherent theories about the finale, the philosophies the story explores, or the messages behind it all. I'd really love to, but I'm afraid to try, and that's my fault. But I don't think Steinsgate resonated with viewers because each and every one of us was able to wrap our brains around the high concepts and follow Okabe's timeline hopping. I think we all found ourselves still watching all those episodes later because we needed to know Okabe saved Mayuri. Because the show had an iron grip on our hearts more than our minds and made us feel somehow more than it made us think. The tone of season one's first half is starkly different from the latter half, and that's a well-covered point by critics, but it's evidently intentional. While all the scientific jargon is thrown about every episode, the show is building icons. Right off the bat, it dumps questions in your lap with no answers, and leaves you wondering just what exactly the basis for Okabe and Mayuri's relationship is. You question the antics of Hoin Kiyoma before you ever really meet Rintaro. At first, some peripheral characters feel like just that, peripheral. But the show slowly works each of them into the story until each has their own part to play and story to tell. And the ones with the fewest reasons to be there at all have the biggest parts to play. Luca isn't a scientist. Ferris isn't an engineer. And Mayuri isn't the future Gadget Lab's fearless leader. Or is she? Steinsgate contains much of the flair we've come to expect from anime as a medium, but also harnesses the tone of a dramatic thriller too. Sometimes the scenes and pacing feel like they don't belong in anime, but the medium makes them sing. Despite the questions Steinsgate leaves us with, its biggest strength is intimacy. The beauty is in the quiet moments. Anime garnered a cult-like community, and that only makes it feel more special. Back in the 2000s, despite the success anime saw, in the US, finding your new favorite show felt like uncovering a gem few others knew about. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't have any friends that watched anime, no one to discuss the shows with. In fact, I was afraid to voice my love of anime for fear of ridicule. I'm glad some of that stigma has faded in recent years, but you get the picture. You see, in my eyes, anime succeeds because it is unapologetic in every way. Unapologetically strange, flamboyant, tonally dissonant, and unafraid to dive off the deep end and swim to the bottom. Steinsgate took me to the bottom, and when I finally came up for air, life was somehow more beautiful. Because that's what great stories do, right? They make life more beautiful. 
the sun shines a little brighter and we grow a little stronger. So I don't know. That's all I got. I don't think I'm smart enough for anything more. Have a good night.